0: To talk about the bc budget this morning we heard from finance minister katrina conroy on the government's take on it but what about the business side of things here how are they feeling about the priorities for health care for mental health and addictions for housing so let's find out what businesses are thinking about this joining us now is fiona famalak president and ceo of the bc chamber of commerce good morning fiona good morning simi all right let's start with the plus side first what did you like about the budget
1: we liked uh, a couple of things. We're optimistic about uh, what the government has committed um, 40, 480 million over three years to the Future Ready Plan, which will help businesses navigate labour force challenges. Uh, they allocated 58 million over three years to speed up foreign credentials for uh, recognition of, of overseas professionals, which is good. Um, there's some support to address the delay in permitting approvals, which impact our natural resources sector, which would then free up investment and create jobs. So we need, um, we need details on all of those, uh, as well as uh, some more details around how they plan to address things like housing, homelessness, and mental health. Even though they are societal issues, they're also uh, business issues. So uh, we're optimistic about those things, but need details.
0: Okay, so how are you feeling overall then about the budget?
1: Disappointed. Disappointed. Why is that? The the budget is an affordability budget, which helps British Columbians with the cost of living. Um, however, it does little to help businesses who are struggling with the cost of, of doing business. Uh, we represent 36,000 businesses from across the province, small, medium and large. And um, uh, t- 87% of those businesses have told us that over the last year, the cost of doing business has increased And 78% has told us that uh, the cost of labor has increased. So there's many, many businesses out there that are struggling and need help.
0: One of the things we asked uh, Katrina Conroy, the finance minister, about was exactly that, right? Uh, But what about the argument then that she made, which is by helping people, they're helping people spend money at those businesses?
1: People can only spend money if they're employed, Um, So the health of a community is a direct function of the health of its business community. Uh, If businesses struggle, then their community and therefore their community members will struggle. And that's because uh, businesses are job creators. They employ people. They help to put food on the table. They help to grow the tax base, both the corporate tax base and and the personal tax base, which then helps us to put the health and social services in place that we all need. So yesterday was an opportunity uh, for the government to take some bold and meaningful steps to help businesses navigate, which has been a very difficult period and which is likely to be difficult for some time to come, uh, to create a business environment that attracts investment. And unlocks investment to help create those good-paying jobs and signal to the world, really, that BC is open for business. That didn't happen yesterday, and that's a missed opportunity.
0: Okay, well, how would that have? What would that have looked like if they had taken those steps? What are those steps?
1: The steps could have included. Um, uh, we've been advocating for a while now to uh, increase the threshold for the employer's health tax um, from five hundred thousand, which it currently is, through to one point five. Million. So that uh, increase would have unlocked some financial bandwidth for our small businesses to invest in people, to invest in innovation, increase productivity, which helps drive the, helps drive the economy. They could have taken steps to address the cumbersome PST uh, system that our, that our members are um, continuously telling us about. So there are specific steps that they could have taken um, but didn't and um we'll continue to advocate on that front.
0: What are the ways in which do you think growth could have been addressed? What could they have done to encourage that?
1: I think really just investing in businesses, helping them to navigate uh what is a very very expensive uh province to do business in. It's it's taxes, it's fees, it's the the mandatory paid sick leave, it's the uh the introduction of the of the or the recent introduction of the stat holiday. Um in, in, on top of interest rate rises, inflation, uh, an impending uh, recession, and so on, businesses are struggling. They are they are shouldering the weight. And uh, growth will happen when businesses are are healthy. Uh, they're not healthy at the moment. Many are struggling, and uh, and that's what we were looking for yesterday for the business community to get a break so that they can invest in people, create jobs and um, help everybody to put food on the table and keep communities healthy.
0: What does this year look like for businesses then? I know there's, you know, coming out of the pandemic, uh, this is a year of adjustment, I think a lot of people, a lot of economists believe. What are businesses telling you?
1: Well, as as I mentioned right up front, um, we recently surveyed our members and uh, uh, 87% of them told us that uh, the cost of doing business in British Columbia has increased over Twelve months over the last 12 months and 78 percent has told us that the cost of labor has increased we know that we have a very tight labor market Um, so those are just some of the statistics that we have and we have more coming out in the next few weeks so we know having had conversations with many many on a daily basis uh, businesses are struggling and uh, they need a break
0: what about the child care issue? That was one of the other things the government held up, the finance minister held up, is, oh no, this is helpful for businesses. They're saying by investing in child care, they're helping you attract more employees.
1: That's true. Yeah, the the, the child care, because child care is available, it helps to allow parents to come back into the, into the workforce. That's helpful. Uh, we want to also ensure, though, that child care is also available through private service providers. We want to make sure that uh it's a balanced uh balanced offering um but yes that's that's one good thing that helps uh, individuals come back into the to the marketplace
0: yeah how is that labor market looking right now still incredibly challenging for businesses out there very very tight yeah very very tight it's an employee's market at the moment and um
1: our businesses are telling us that uh some of them are uh, operating in reduced hours uh whether it's uh weekend hours or or Monday through Friday because they just do not have the staff or cannot afford the staff to run, um, you know, 100% of the time.
0: Well, Fiona, thank you so much for that this morning. Thanks, Simi. Good to talk.